0: Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought, always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive, I truly believe we're here to thrive, so let's get going. Welcome. I'm your host, Kate Snoweyes. Today, I'm going to talk you through how you can plan for successful and intentional 2017. It's the time of New Year's resolutions where we're all starting to think about what we want next year to look like. And I'm here to just help you make that process a little bit clearer and also set you up for success. I know so often people overcommit themselves with their New Year's goals or resolutions. And within the first two months, they've dropped off the bandwagon and given up all hope of achieving what they set out to do. So I'm hoping that with these ideas and the planning kit I've put together, which I'll tell you about, you can set yourself up so that you don't fall into those traps. As I just mentioned, I have created a 2017 life planning kit. It follows along with the exact steps I'm outlining in this podcast episode So if you'd like to get your hands on that, it's a free download, just head over to my website www.thrive.how forward slash 2017 and you'll be able to pop in your email address there and it will be delivered back to you straight away. It's a printable document and it's the type of thing you can make into a workbook or just print out the pages and go through them one by one. I think there's about 15 or so pages, so enough to make into a little book should you want to. The first phase I outline in that planning guide to make sure that we really get the good stuff out of our lives is that we need to start with a review. How's 2016 been for you? I know that I see it with my coaching clients, and I know about it in my own life, So often we're so focused on striving towards what is ahead of us that we forget to stop and smell the roses. We forget to savor all the goodness and all of the growth that we have achieved. I see this review phase as kind of like if you're halfway up a mountain, stopping for a second, turning around, and taking a moment just to appreciate the view. Savoring is a crucial concept to well-being in positive psychology research, and this is really just about savoring our lives, rather than always running ahead, stopping and appreciating how far we've come. So what does that look like when you're thinking about the year just been? I've got some prompts in the planning guide for you, but it really starts with Stopping to assess what went right this, this year. What were the things that were your highlights, your key wins or achievements? Stop and bring them all to mind. I went through the planning kit myself and when I was writing down my key wins and highlights for the year, one that massively stood out to me was this very podcast. I launched the podcast in the middle of the year and it has been such a journey. I'm sure you can imagine before I launched the podcast, there was a lot of prep work. I had to learn how to use all the software, how to launch a podcast and what and get the confidence really to work out what I was going to talk about. So it's been a huge part of my year launching this podcast and when I sit back and look at my key wins and achievements for this year, it really does rise to the top. It's been such a joy, and I've got a real sense of accomplishment for getting it off the ground and getting it out to your ears. So thank you for being one of those listeners who has helped me feel like this is a really big win and positive in my life. So start there. What have been the personal wins or highlights for you this year? Like I said, many of you might be tempted to skip that step. It's so important. Don't just keep striving without first recognizing and giving yourself a pat on the back. We don't do it enough. The second phase or step to help you plan for successful and intentional 2017 is to identify how you want to feel in the coming year. So this is where we start moving into What does 2017 look like? What do I hope for? I start with the feelings because I think it's really important to start broad and take a really big picture view of your life and how you want to feel is ultimately what is going to lead to that sense of happiness and fulfillment in your day-to-day life. We're feeling beings, us humans, so don't overlook this phase of the planning Many of you may have seen the sort of theme word for the year or the what is your one word for the year. I know it's in many of my planners that I have bought over the years and it's something that I've got in the habit of doing and I'd encourage you to do the same. The reason I do that is because it's such a simple way to check in with yourself when you know your key word for the year. You start to work out whether your life looks like that very quickly, or it's very easy to prioritize when you bring that word to mind. So some words that could work for you, but please come up with your own. You might want 2017 to be a year of ease. You might want it to be a year of balance. Maybe a year of growth, a year of health a year of nurturing yourself, a year of self-love. For me, my word for this year, coming year, is going to be growth. I really feel like I want to focus on continuing to grow myself, and that I mean that in terms of a sense of inner work, as well as really expand my repertoire of knowledge as well. So I really want to focus on growth for the year of 2017. The reason I think that a theme word and picking one is really useful is because I feel like it taps into the key desire that is rising in you. And it forces us to really clarify what that is. Once you identify a keyword, I think it's also really important to go and work out what are the other things you want to feel in the year. Because it's not as simple as choosing one word and being done with it. If we really want to get a little bit more intentional, we will find there are other themes that are coming up for us or other things that kind of stick together. So when I went through my planning sheets, the themes that came to the surface for me were, let me get them out. I want to feel balanced. And for me, that means that I really want to feel a feeling of ease as I do things. I want to make sure that I don't put myself in situations where I'll be stressed out So for example, this year, there were times in which my coaching calendar was so full that I was a little bit stressed. And I think I need to be a little bit smarter about that for next year and be really aware of what my calendar is looking like and exactly how many clients I can take on at one time. The second sort of theme or feeling word for me is around that sense of learning. I really want to learn this year. And expand my knowledge base into areas that perhaps I haven't looked at before. Then finally, the last feeling word for me was I want to feel a sense of contribution. I want to focus my energy, which I already do, but I want to keep it front of mind, on really giving rather than getting, if you like. I don't know if you've noticed the way I do things, but I'm certainly not as pushy as some other people out there. And I hope that really outlines how my motivation is truly to help empower and give back to the world as best I can. I want as many people as possible to be exposed to ideas and teachings that will help them live their best life. And that is really a driver of mine. And that comes through in my feeling word of contribution. The feeling words take it a little bit away from circumstances and things, in my opinion. It sort of stops us from focusing on the, I want to be skinnier, and makes it more about, I want to feel whole and healthy. So it moves it more away from the material and into what really matters to us is feeling people. And that is those emotions, that sense of happiness that we can't overlook. So feeling words really empower that. As part of the planning kit, I've also included a bunch of my favorite sort of mantras and quotes that really help keep me focused and inspired. I truly think that mantras are an excellent way to reprogram our minds And help us stay focused on how we want to feel. So, for example, I have on my pin board just above my desk, which I read frequently. It's kind of, I feel like it's almost tattooed on the inside of my head now. But a quote from Emma Watson, and I know she's not the only person who's ever said it, but she said in her speech to the UN a few years ago If not me, who, and if not now, When? And it keeps me so inspired because in all of those moments of self-doubt, I remind myself, well, if not me, who? And if not now, if I want to make excuses, when will I get around to it? There is no perfect time and there is no perfect circumstance. We can always find an excuse. So that keeps me really motivated to keep trucking forward and sort of being courageous in my life. Some of the other little mantras I've included as cutouts in the planning kit are, self-care is a sacred responsibility. If I want to give my best to others, I must first give to myself. So if self-care is a priority for you in 2017, you might find that motivating. Or if you want to focus on a better relationship with your body, a mantra or quote that might work for you. I am a beautiful soul and I honor this precious body that I am traveling through life in. Once we've worked on identifying how we want to feel in the air, the next stage is to go on and commit to some actions that are going to help bring those feelings into our lives. What can you do in a practical sense that will help you cultivate those feelings you've identified? So for me, I really want to feel more balanced and centered in the new year. I know that the actions that help me do that are regular meditation, schedule, and yoga. I feel really, really good when I do those two things. And they're two things that I have allowed to get pushed out of the way a little bit in the last few months of this year. And... I've seen them as the thing that is movable in my diary, when the reality is they are the very thing that sets me up with a strong foundation to bring the best part of myself forward into the world. So I really need to refocus on that. One of the second things for me is that sense of growth this year that I want to cultivate. I'm going to do that by being really dedicated to reading this year. And in terms of being really action focused around what that looks like and how I can make it meaningful in my life, I've decided to make a reading list and I'm going to write down a bunch of books this year that I intend to read. The reason I'm doing that is rather than picking up the books that sort of interest me along the way, which I'll do as well, but I want to make sure that. I read some books that will specifically expand my knowledge in areas that I feel like I've still got stuff to learn. And I need to be intentional to do that. I need to search out these books and find what they are. So I'm going to make that reading list, which I'm really excited about. Finally, another thing that really ties into my desire to feel like I'm contributing is I want to get back into my writing. Since I launched this podcast, My writing has kind of gone on the back burner. If you've been following me for quite a while, you may have found me via another blog or come across some of my writing somewhere and you may have noticed that in the last few months that really hasn't been happening with the same level of frequency. So in 2017, I want to get much more dedicated to my writing again. It brings me so much joy And I feel like I'm really good at being clear in my writing and succinct and giving people sort of good, quick hits of ideas that can really help them. So that's my intention. I've committed to you. Accountability always helps. The next part of really starting to think about what actions you can take in your life is being honest with what you want to cut out. What is it that might be holding you back in life or is an unhealthy habit that you know is doing you no good that you want to get better control of in 2017? So for me, I identified two, social media, and I want to have better controls around it, and also I want to have healthier relationship with my drinking so to talk a little bit about that, obviously I have an online business. My entire business is online, but the danger with that is that sometimes your habits can get a little bit unhealthy with how you approach social media. So to help myself be less distracted, i am decided that I'm going to delete the Facebook app from my phone. I Haven't done it yet. I will though, it's going to feel a little bit strange, like I'm cutting off like a part of my body, but no, not quite. But if any of you out there feeling me on this, like social media might be something that you want to get better control over because, oh my gosh, the time suck that can be social media, then I encourage you to, to own that and be honest with yourself about the need to do that. The second one for me is around drinking. And I just have a tendency when I'm stressed to want to reach for a glass of wine to calm my nerves. Now, I'm not talking about heavy drinking. For me, it's literally one glass of wine at the end of the night, but I've decided that I really want to make sure that is just in the weekends for me. And the reason I'm doing that is because if I'm honest with myself, even one glass of wine at night, and I don't feel 100% the next day. And I'm not meaning a hangover. It's more a mood thing for me. I often feel a little angsty or anxious after I've had a glass of wine and not quite as upbeat or excited. And so I really want to be honest with myself about that and choose healthier options at night so that I'm not falling into these unhealthy traps. So once you've identified what you can do in terms of actions to help align with your desired feelings. The next step is to start making a plan of how you are going to bring that into your life. This is where I think so many people go wrong with their New Year's goals or resolutions. They have these ideas, but they don't put any plans around how they're going to achieve it. And this part is vitally crucial. In the 2017 planning kit, I've outlined both a yearly plan as well as a weekly routine, and I think they are both as important as each other. Take those actions and start working out what is realistic for you. Being realistic is really important. Is it realistic that you bite it all off in the first three months of the year? Or is there one goal that you need to prioritize and start working on first? and one that can be sort of a later in the year idea once you have got into the new habits or routines around your first goal. And so you've probably noticed in this path, I've gone from the big overarching feelings right down to the nitty-gritty into what does each week look like for you. For me, with having the goals around my well-being, I've committed to going to a yoga class on Wednesday evenings. I went and looked at my schedule to make sure which class I would go to at 4.30pm and then maintaining my yoga on Sundays. So at least twice a week at my yoga class and then if I can, fitting some yoga in at home as well. Meditation, I want to make that a non-negotiable weeknight routine for me. And yep, I meditate at night. I know so many people say that It's a good start of the day routine, but as a mother, I've found that the best time for me to do it is at night. In terms of my growth goal and my writing goals, I'm blocking out Mondays to be my writing days, which I spoke about with my coach earlier in the year and then just drifted away from as you do. So I'm refocusing my efforts there to make sure that I block out Mondays in my diary to write. And then in terms of my growth goal, I'm going to make this reading list, and then I'm going to read every night before I go to bed. So I hope that gives you a bit of a feel, me talking through my 2017 goals and hopes and what I intend to do and how I use the 2017 planning kit that I've put together to help me really clarify what I'm doing. So just as a little recap The points that I went through in order to help you plan for a really successful and intentional 2017 were to start with reflection. How did things go in 2016? What can you be proud of or really savor the joy of? Then tapping into how you want to feel before moving through to what does this look like in terms of actions? And finally, Getting a solid and achievable plan around what this looks like in your day-to-day life. Now, as I mentioned throughout the podcast, if you want some help with going through that process, I do have a free download available at the moment, the 2017 Life Planning Kit. You can get your copy for that and it will be there even if you're listening to this long after the new year. I won't take it down. You can get a copy of that if you just whip over to my website, www.thrive.how, H-O-W forward slash 2017. I'm going to take a week off next week over Christmas and New Year, and then I will be back the first Friday of January, and I'm lucky enough to have the opportunity to interview Guru Jagat. She is a leader of the kundalini yoga movement in America, and she's recently released a book called Invincible Living, where she goes over the science and the application of kundalini yoga and how it can really influence our lives. I'm really excited about this one because kundalini yoga has been something that I've been interested in for a number of years now, yet have not actually pursued So this one should be fun. So you can tune into our conversation at the start of 2017. So here I am logging out for my first year of podcasting. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you all as my listeners. What makes this worthwhile doing, knowing that you're out there and your messages of support mean so much to me. If you've got a spare two minutes, I would love if you could review the podcast. It really helps me get the word out there. So it can be done from the podcast app. I know many of you have told me how much you've struggled to do that. You have to go right back and search here to thrive all over again in the search tab and then click on the podcast and then you should see a review tab come up. I'd so appreciate it. Have a wonderful and safe holiday period. And I will be back here with you to start off the year bright and beautiful in 2017. Till then.